welcome to this episode of Inside the Mind of Quarantines. My name is Pooja, and for today's episode, um, I have two guests, Isha and Haley. Do you guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Um, yeah, sure. Um, my name is Isha Park. I'm going to be a junior this fall, and um, one reason I kind of started getting into mental health is just because I feel like it's something that's really common with everybody, and so everyone has had some sort of struggle with mental health before, whether it just be like just feeling unmotivated or actually going through things like eating disorders and anxiety or depression. So I feel like it's something that's really relatable and that should be more normalized. Yeah, uh, hi, I'm Haley Moss and I just graduated um, from DeSoto High School and I've been a teen council member uh, for Zero Reasons Why for a little over two years now. And the reason I joined was because I have been dealing with mental health, um, not with just myself, but I've seen it, seen so many other people around me struggle with it and have to deal with it. Um, but I realized that not a lot of people were, were talking about it and it was still kind of a taboo thing, even though there is a vast majority, if not everybody, who has to deal with um, some aspect of mental health. So. Um, I joined the campaign and I'm very passionate about it to be able to kind of get rid of that like stigma that comes with it and recognize that it's a serious issue that we have and it's something that needs to be addressed. So That's awesome. I really loved um, both of those and I think that what you guys said is really relatable and that's probably what a lot of other people are thinking right now too. Um, so, I mean, as you guys and just the people who listen know, I do try to stay on one central topic for each podcast episode um and so I know that we talked the three of us talked a little bit before this about um since society is starting to reopen and just talking about how people might deal with their mental health with that um and just how we should handle society reopening and if we're not ready just how we can go about that too um so do either of you just have something that you'd like to say off the bat about that uh, yeah, actually, um, since like the whole reopening has started, I've actually still kind of been practicing um, the quarantine, kind of. I've still been staying home. I haven't really been going out and eating at restaurants. We still just do takeout. So I think it, one thing that's just really important to remember is doing what you're comfortable with. You don't, just because everything opened doesn't mean that you have to go out and actually participate in everything. It's okay to still stay home and um quarantine yourself if that's what makes you more comfortable yeah I just like when you look on social media and things from people like all across like the U.S. there are so many oh I guess the world too but I mean I I mostly see people who are just in other states and there are so many people who are like still in full-on quarantine like they haven't started really like, reopening or anything so I think that's just so crazy to me and to think about like how you know we're starting to like open restaurants up and things like that when other places like they're still not allowed to like you know go anywhere really so I don't know I was just I know like what you were talking about Isha like how if you don't feel ready like you don't have to and I, I've been really like not I don't I don't want to say scared but really hesitant to like actually I don't even think I've been into like any stores or like restaurants yet because I just I don't know it was just having the whole mindset of quarantine it's just like all oh, these things are unnecessary like I don't need to go sit in a restaurant and eat and I don't need to go to the mall and like things like that so I don't know I think even though Kansas has started reopening like some things I still feel like a lot of people will have that same mindset and try to be more cautious like 
this isn't really necessary to do right now. And even though things are opening, it still might not be the best idea for some people in some situations and things like that. Yeah. Sure. And I think that a lot of people um, are also just pretty anxious about going outside right now. Um, Because like, I understand that things are reopening, but I mean, from what I've seen, cases aren't slowing down. Um, So a lot of people I know are just pretty anxious, pretty stressed about the fact that so many people are going out and that um, we might just see another spike soon, quite honestly, because if you, um, if they're saying if everyone's going out all the time, if nobody's keeping their distance, like for me, I don't truly see a problem in like going out and seeing my friends, but like we don't go inside someone's house, sit in the same room and watch a movie. Like we're outside, like in a backyard or on someone's driveway in lawn chairs, just like away from each other. And then I'm, I feel like that's a very normal thing to do. And then if you are anxious about quarantine, but also you do really want to see your friends, I feel like that's a really good way to do that. Um, You don't have to be going inside stores. You and your friends don't have to be getting ice cream or going to Chipotle, you know, like there are other ways that you can be doing stuff right now with still following the measures and just realizing that it's okay to be anxious and finding ways to combat that. And I think it's also really important that like, with everything reopening right now, we are starting to take the steps to find our new normal and find a different life that what we live in. Um, so like for me, we've been in quarantine for what, two and a half weeks or months, sorry, two and a half months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a long time. It's due tomorrow, guys. <laughs> That's crazy. I know. It's really crazy. But like in those two and a half months, I've maybe seen my friends like four different times. Like, it hasn't been often at all. Um, So just taking those steps, like, I know for me personally, like, I do want to see them a little bit more. Um, I am leaving in a couple months, you know, so that's something that's obviously occurred to me. But just doing it in a way that I'm comfortable with and taking the steps to know, like, I'm safe and the other people around me are safe. Well, I think what I've seen, at least from, like, a lot of my peers, is that we've been, like, stuck inside for so long, like you said, like, two and a half months, and that's a long time of, you know, being inside and not going anywhere, and so I feel like, you know, they rolled out that, what is it, like, four-phase plan of, like, okay, after 30 days, if we're still good, like, we're gonna move on to the next step, but I feel like a lot of people have just gotten, like, so over the weight, they, they just started to, like, try to go back to normal, like, all at once, which, you know, even though things, like we were saying, even though things are open, you know, sometimes, you know, going to a different place every day and hanging out with different people all the time, with tons of people, like in a house, like having like parties and like, you know, hanging out with large groups of people, you know, that might not be the smartest idea, you know, I've even like been really, you know, anxious and I feel like ready to get back into what we, like me and my friends used to do and like what, you know, life used to be, we'd like go out to eat all the time and things like that. But I have to like stop myself and remember like these things aren't necessary. And, you know, like Johnson County still has a lot of like the most cases in Kansas and things like that. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a struggle to, you know, kind of hold yourself back from wanting to go back to like all those things. Um, But I think, yeah, I've seen a lot of people struggle, like, I can see that because they're hanging out with like a lot of people and you know not wearing masks and like stores still and things like that which I feel like you know make might come from a lot of people trying to say that it's over and thinking that it's over now that we've started to you know kind of get back into society and things like that but while we're talking about you know just not going out until you're ready even if you feel ready you still need to remember that 
you know, it's not over. Like the coronavirus is still around. Like it's, you know, it's still a thing. So we still need to be cautious and not, we can't go from zero to a hundred percent right back into society and things like that, which I think a lot of people um, just kind of disregard because they're so ready to go back to their old lives and things like that. Yeah, for sure. I think that's one thing I've also seen a lot of people struggle with is just, you know, being at home, it's something kind of difficult to deal with. So then once the reopening happened, everybody just wanted to go meet their friends and like hang out and everything. But like, technically, the situation hasn't exactly changed yet. There's not a um, vaccine or anything out. So technically, if you think about it, the whole situation is still the same as it was before. So that's one thing kind of to keep in mind that when you're going out, you still need to make sure that you're taking the precautions and wearing a mask and trying to maintain the social distancing just because um, that's probably what's going to help kind of flatten the curve. And you can still go out and meet your friends, but like it's just important to keep in mind like the precautions that um, have been told to us just to make sure that, you know, you first of all don't end up getting coronavirus and you also don't end up spreading it because that's the last thing anybody would want to do yeah sure and I think a common um not necessarily a misconception but just the ways that people are thinking right now especially people our age who just aren't used to this and when we're told like okay you gotta stay home all summer no like we're not gonna react well to that nobody is um especially people our age like the summer is the time that we hang out with our friends stuff like that um and so like we've been saying that doesn't need to stop it just needs to be changed the way yeah and like yeah like you were saying um just getting into like the new normal is really what's kind of happening right now and so just trying to figure out what is that new normal and then like how do we like implement that new more new normal while also like having being safe and like not continuing the spread of the virus sure and then something else that kind of goes along with that is that some people our age might also think like okay well like I'm young I'm pretty healthy even if I get it um one I might be asymptomatic so I won't even know or two like I'll be fine and I mean it it's true like you probably you will likely be fine based on what I've seen from news outlets, from research, from people who are studying the coronavirus, like we are not the age group who will suffer a lot from it. But I think what is being misunderstood right now is that, yeah, we will be fine, but the people around us might not necessarily be fine. So maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your grandparents, maybe it's just someone that you see in the grocery store, you know? And so I think that's something that's been some, something that we all need to keep in mind, because I know it's been hard for me too, like, this is, this is kind of annoying, like, I'm 18, I'll be fine, um, but it's also, like, okay, sure, I will be, but not necessarily the people around me, and then also, if I don't know that I have it, and then I go out in public, and I'm not wearing a mask, and so my friends aren't, and we're super close, and then maybe I give it to my friends, maybe they give it to their grandparents, you know, like, it's a really, really big spiraling thing, um, which is just something that we need to keep in mind, and honestly, like, I do get upset sometimes that I do have to stay inside like I think that's a normal thing just like like we said it's summer like June starts tomorrow this is the time where we're supposed to be out um but also like I've kind of adapted to it and I do get pretty anxious when I see people outside without masks on when I see snapchat stories or instagram posts with everyone in a huge group it gives me a lot of anxiety um, because that just makes me worry. Like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to go into these big groups. So I feel like something that 
also kind of needs to be talked about is how do we handle the anxiety from other people making those choices and how we just kind of need to make choices for ourselves and decide who we want to be with and who we don't and just what's safe for ourselves. Um, yeah, it really kind of brings that kind of argument of like, who can you trust? Because you never know, like, someone could be just going out and again, like not wearing a mask and just hanging out with a bunch of people. And with the whole asymptomatic um, situation there too, they can be bringing, bringing coronavirus to like wherever you are. So it's a lot of um, trust that ends up happening, because you have to know that you have to be able to trust the person that you're hanging out with, and that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. So yeah, that was just well, yeah, with the thing, like, the thing with the mask, like, kind of going along with what Pooja was saying, like, the mask, for one, is a very, very easy thing to do to, like, protect other people from you spreading any of your nasty germs to other people. But I think one of the most common misconceptions about wearing a mask is that it's not to protect you from getting it. It's to protect you from, like, spreading it to other people. So, like you're not wearing a mask, I mean, in and of itself is kind of like selfish because even if you don't care about getting it, you could still, if you're asymptomatic and you're a carrier of it, could still very easily spread it to other people. Um, so I, and I know like I've gone to the grocery store like once or twice during quarantine and I remember putting on my mask and unfortunately a lot of people in there were not wearing masks either but so every time I feel like man I'm probably just stupid and overreacting and like thinking like this is kind of dumb I look silly but then I remember like I'm actually taking responsibility and I think that's super important because that I mean I don't know, just imagining that kind of guilt of having you spread it to somebody who is way more vulnerable than you. So even if you're not the vulnerable one, the one who is most like prone to it, like wear your mask. <laughs> it's for other people. It's not for yourself. Even if you look stupid and silly and all those things, it is super, super important. Even when things are opening up, you know, there's just so much that can be spread through the air and through your saliva and all that stuff. It's so nasty. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with like Isha, what you were saying that a lot of it has to do with making sure that your friends like know how important that is if you're gonna hang out with them and you'd be like you know I would love to hang out but you know you haven't been very safe and you, I see on your snapchat story every day that you're with like 10 different people you know and things yeah. like that so yeah I yeah think, yeah one thing that I've been seeing is people going to like swimming pools and um, going swimming together. And it's just, that also makes me so anxious. And it's almost like, I'm not feeling anxious for myself. I'm almost feeling like anxiety for them. Like, what about you? You could be easily getting it because just because you're swimming in a pool and maintaining the six feet distance, those germs can still travel through the water and everything. So it's crazy to see. Pools are so dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, what's getting to me, what's getting to a lot of people more on just the mental health side of it is that, like, this is a very scary time. And like we're saying, there are people who aren't following the precautions, which can make people more scared. And I mean, just something that is really hurting people right now is just how uncertain everything is. Like, you were just talking about pools. Like, yeah, they can spread really easily, but are we people like, okay, but how do we know it can spread through water? Um, or people are like, okay, like if I get it and I'm fine, great, but how do we know that there's not a long-term long effect? Um, so I think which is really getting to people right now, especially with society reopening, especially with people anticipating another spike really soon because of people not taking precautions, is just the uncertainty of the whole situation. 
And I know that's impacted my mental health a little bit. And I know it's impacted my friends and my family and just a lot of people. Um, So just like dealing with that is a whole nother thing. Like you taking care of yourself when you go out in public, you wearing the mask, you um, having physical distance from your friends. Like that's great if people are actually doing that. But I think on the mental health side of that is also like, how do we handle the anxiety of other of other people's choices really right because we've said over and over like I get anxiety when I go to the grocery store and I'm wearing my mask but someone else isn't Mm -hmm. you know so I think that's another discussion is how do we handle our anxiety but other people's decisions I think think that's one of the most like difficult things because I I don't know I I mean I guess it's some sort of like anxiety but also I get like super frustrated like seeing people I know who aren't following and it's like I've always talked like related it back to like an elementary school when your teacher is like okay nobody's gonna get recess if like this kid doesn't stop talking and that kid doesn't stop talking and then we all lose recess or something like that (laughs) you know it's like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do but they aren't and they're just gonna make it worse for me and everybody else but I think honestly, the most important thing you can do, because you can't change people's behavior and how they act. The only thing you can do is lead by example. So maybe like when you're in the grocery store feeling stupid or silly for wearing a mask, maybe that other person is thinking, wow, I'm kind of stupid and silly for not wearing a mask and things like that, you know? So yeah, I think there is a lot of anxiety with like, oh my gosh, here's like three people on Snapchat and another three people on Instagram who are hanging out with so many people and not wearing masks and they're going swimming and they're doing all these things. But I think we just have to remember that, like, you know, we are doing the right thing, at least we should be. And, you know, what they do, we can't control. We can only hope that, you know, we they can see others as examples and hopefully can you know, educate themselves more. Maybe we educate them on, you know, how important this is to take these precautions and things like that, you know. Exactly. And I think that you just have to surround yourself with people you trust, basically, and you know that aren't going to go out and be doing those things. And if like one of your friends are doing that, and they're going to be going to pools and stuff like that, it doesn't always hurt to just be like, hey, like, this is the situation. And, um, Like, I love you so much and everything, but, like, I can't hang out with you if this is what you're going to do, just because that risks my safety and the safety of others, and so sometimes you just have to be real about it, and just remember that, like, you do you. Like, if you don't feel comfortable going out, then there's absolutely nothing wrong staying home and, like, um, quarantining yourself, because I'm still doing that in this situation right now, and I think that's completely fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people have also felt, like, I've seen it, like, pressure from their friends, like, oh, like, it's over now, like, you can, we can go hang out, like, why don't you ever want to hang out now, and it's, like, I mean, if you're a real friend, you should respect your friends, like, boundaries and personal, like, limitations that they put on themselves for their safety, I mean, you wouldn't, you know, ask someone to, I don't, this was a bad analogy, so never mind, (laughs) but anyway, um, you wouldn't want to put, if you really cared about someone, you wouldn't want to put them out of their comfort zone in a place where they're not comfortable, they don't feel safe, and things like that. Um, I don't remember what I was saying after that, but. (laughs) I think another thing that I would add, um, and this is obviously for the situation, but also just in general, like, there are so many things that are out of our control. Yeah. I mean, I know for me, like, just that thought alone gives me a little bit of anxiety. Like I am a little bit of a control freak. 
um, I like to know what's going on with myself all the time. Like I make my day out in schedules. Like that's just like who I am as a person. Um, and so when I see other people making decisions I don't agree with, like you said, Haley, like I get kind of frustrated because I feel like this is a time where um, safety should come before anything else. Mm-hmm. But also I do need to understand, I have to tell myself pretty often, like this is giving me anxiety, but obviously this is something that I can't control. And I kind of like you both said, like I can make the decision of who I want to spend my time with and I can be with people who I feel comfortable with. Um, but I shouldn't let what this person's decision doing is to stress me out more because that's just unneeded stress. And it's not like a, it's a situation that I can even fix. Um, so just trying to tell yourself um, as a way to calm your mental health, like this is so beyond my control. Mm-hmm. This is other people making their decisions. If I even was to say something, it's not like that they would listen anyway. So just having that idea, like this is not something that I can do anything about. I can find myself like, I still do get anxiety. I still do get stressed when I see those things on Instagram or Snapchat. But just telling myself that, it helps me realize like this is honestly a little bit of unnecessary stress because this is generally something I can do nothing about. Yeah, and going off of that, like not even, I mean, we've been talking about like friends and how we see a lot of our like peers and friends and people like that who aren't being entirely as safe as they be. But then there's also, um, I think a lot of people are dealing with like their own families who aren't entirely practicing, you know, safety and kind of acting like the coronavirus is over and things like that. And I think that is a very hard thing to do as well to, you know, feel like you're not entirely supported from your family for wearing a mask and staying inside and not wanting your family to invite other people over and things like that. Um, so I think there's a lot of stressors that people will deal with, and it's not just with your peers. It could even be with your parents or your siblings or things like that. But like you were saying, Pooja, that it's super important to realize that it's not out of your control. And even though it might be happening in your own household, there are still things you can do to protect yourself and feel like you have some sort of control over the situation because you do, you have control over what you do yourself and how you react to the things around you and how you act on things. Um, that you think are important to you and things like that. So, yeah. All right. Uh, I think also like a few things that have helped me just with the anxiety I face when I see others going out. Um, I think like just expressing my feelings, talking them out. Um, my family themselves have been really like open to the way I feel about the whole situation and just talking it out. But even if you can't talk it out in, like, real life, um, you can always, like, write your thoughts, paint them even. I honestly, whatever gives you, like, the way to just channel your emotions, sometimes you just got to let it out. And so when you're facing all this anxiety, it's better to find a way to, like, give it an outlet than just let it build up because that's only going to end up hurting you in the end and not – no one else is going to feel the effects of that other than you. So it's important to remember, like, your mental health needs to come first. So no matter what you do – you need to make sure that you're putting yourself first in this situation because um, as we were talking about, there are clearly people who are going out and doing things that they shouldn't be anyways. And so they're not thinking of others or putting themselves first either. They're just doing whatever they think is right. 
and that's without the facts. There, even if you feel like you don't have anybody to reach out to, like what we've been talking about, we've all like experienced some sort of like negative feelings during like quarantine, during the whole coronavirus situation and everything else that else that is happening in the world. There are so many people that you can reach out to who are probably feeling something very similar to how you are. So it's not just, even if you feel like everybody around you doesn't care about how you feel or what you have to say, or maybe is even invalidating your feelings. There are so many people um, who really do feel the same way you do, even if it's about you know, if it's anxiety with the people who are going out when they're not supposed to, or if it's just a feeling of, you know, a little bit depression from being inside all the time and not being able to go out and do the things you once did and feeling, you know, kind of disconnected from the people that you always hung out with and things like that. Um, you know, or even people who have, you know, struggles with their family life, you know, being stuck in that situation you know, a lot more than you used to, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, that quarantine, unfortunately, has brought us, but there are also so many people who are experiencing the same thing, so, you know, like you were saying, Isha, talking about it is super important, and I think journaling and painting and, you know, expressing your feelings through that is great, but I also truly believe that there are so many people who'd want to talk to you and so many people who are feeling the same things the same frustrations and anxiety and maybe even a little depression from you know the situation yeah I've actually um like with this whole quarantine I've been even looking for like some volunteer opportunities and I came across this one site called seven cups which kind of is like a listening type of thing. And so I've been doing a lot of volunteering on there and I've actually found it almost helpful because I kind of signed up as a listener and basically people come to me with like their thoughts and most of them will be about the quarantine, staying at home, just dealing with like the whole situation overall. And it's been so helpful just to talk them through what they're going through and like kind of just realizing like wow it's not just me who's going through this like so many people feel the exact same way and it's so important just to remember that like this is a completely like unprecedented time like no one knows what's going on and like like this virus is completely new no one knows how to deal with it so everybody's kind of stuck in some confusion so everyone's trying to do the best that they can so it's okay to not know what's going on right now I think one of the well first of all I agree with both of those um and I think one of the biggest things to hold on to for any situation whether it's something that happened before quarantine during or after is just the fact like what you both said like so many people are feeling like this so many people right now are really upset with the quarantine like Haley you said they might be feeling a little bit of depression I know I'm feeling a lot of anxiety like and I know I'm not the only one right like I talk to my friends about it I talk to my family about it and a lot of us are on the same page um, but like, like I said, whether it is in quarantine or whether it's after, um, something you've experienced in school, something that is just impacting your mental health, even a little bit, it's just so important to realize that you are not the only one who is feeling like that or ever has felt like that because more than we know, like a lot of us do deal with a lot of the same problems or a lot of the, um, same situations and we just don't really realize it. So I feel like just a misconception among all of us is when something happens, um, like nobody would understand how I'm feeling. Nobody um, has ever done something like this before. But I mean, like, that's not what it is, you know? 
And just reaching out to people and talking about it will show you that. And then even if it is a situation that nobody has, nobody you know at least has gone through before, it's still important to say something and talk to someone and find a way to let that out. Because more often than not, like even if they haven't felt it personally, if you explain to them what you're feeling, they'll understand it. Like, I mean, I've obviously had stuff going on that I've talked to my friends about or they've talked to me about that is not a situation I've experienced, but just hearing it, like, I understand it, and I can understand why people would feel stressed or why people would feel anxious in certain situations, so I feel like that's just the biggest thing to hold on to in any situation, whether it's you're anxious about people going out, you're upset about being at home, or really just any situation, like, it's just so normal. Mental health is a very normal thing, and everyone goes through it in some extent, like, And I know that's not something that's really talked about, but I don't know a single person who hasn't been anxious or stressed at one point in their life. Like, it's just a very normal thing. Um, And so again, like, there's great ways to channel it. And so whether that is painting, talking, um, journaling, anything, just find that outlet and find someone that you can talk to about it. Yeah. Yeah. I would just like to plug seven cups right now (laughs) I think they are such amazing organization so like okay because you can volunteer on there um to like listen to people it's almost like I wouldn't say it's like a crisis line but it's the same kind of concept like people who feel like they need to talk to somebody not somebody who's in a crisis or anything like that but just feel like they're kind of feeling alone and like they need to talk to somebody you can go on there and talk to people you know your own age like a lot of teens volunteer I know and people are there because they want to listen to you and they want to you know relate with you and have that human connection things like that um yeah as I was talking about like sorry as I was talking about go ahead (laughs) who are struggling with their families, you know, I'd also like to plug that Seven Cups is also like a really great website for LGBTQ plus youth. Um, I know that they have, you know, there's an outlet there for um, group, that group of people. And I know a lot of people who maybe aren't in a safe place in their home because of that, because of their parents not approving or whatever the case is, that that is also a great place to go. So, you know, for Seven Cups, if you're just feeling you need to talk to somebody, if you're getting anxious, if you're going through some family issues, if you're, you know, whatever, there are people who are there who want to talk to you. And if you're bored, you know, there's people, you can go on there and just have people come to you and talk to, learn about people and things like that. So I just wanted to plug that because I really, really love that organization. So <laughs> yeah, same here, actually. I just like learned about it like a couple weeks ago and it's, practically like online therapy almost I would say and like you know I know like things like anxiety depression like all those kind of things they're really hard to kind of deal with at the first like it's hard to admit it when you first go through it that you're actually dealing with that kind of stuff so sometimes when you talk to someone and it's just completely anonymous it feels like so much better because you don't necessarily it's not someone you're going to be seeing it's not someone you actually know. So sometimes I feel like that, like, anonymity is just really, really helpful. Yeah. And I think one of the super cool things about it is a lot of time when we talk about mental health and we, you know, confide in our peers or parents or someone that we care about and trust, 
um, a lot of times people try and give advice, you know, and I think a lot of times that while it's in good intentions, it can be kind of harmful because a lot of people feel like, you know, that can come across of, oh, you could be doing more and you could be doing this. But what's great about like Seven Cups is that, you know, it's just a place where you listen. Like, that's why people can volunteer to be like the therapist, not really the therapist, just the listeners, um, because you're not giving therapy advice. You're just listening to people. And sometimes that is the most important thing that a lot of people, when they're struggling, they don't need someone to give them advice. They just want to be heard and listened to. So I think that's yeah. a really important thing too. Yeah. Yeah. So like we were saying, just finding those outlets, um, even just like lately, I've been doing yoga which actually I used to think so many people always say like, oh, you should do yoga. Like, and I kind of think, and I kind of laugh it off because like it's yoga or whatever, you know, but um, I've actually started doing that. And I feel like just going through it, like it gets you so in touch with your body and your mind and you're just so in the, um, in the moment almost. And so and that's another thing, just like focus on the here and now, because obviously we have no control over the future we don't know what is going to happen and the past has already happened so just making sure that you're focusing on what you can do right now um that's going to save you a lot of stress i agree also i recommend yoga i'm not very good at it because i can't even touch my toes <laughs> i'm not like i'm not kidding but um <laughs> yeah i think that's a really great outlet and also just i love the point that you made and i feel like that's a really great way to end this is just focus on the present and I know that things can be anxious or no I know that you can be anxious <laughs> and things can be uncertain which can give people a lot of anxiety um but focusing on the present is just something so important um so I really like that and I think this conversation was really great because I feel like it didn't really touch any of the other things that I've talked about on any of my podcast episodes because I feel like this was very direct um, to the coronavirus, to the quarantine. Um, so I just want to thank you guys so much for doing this with me. Yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> and this concludes this week's episode of Inside the Mind of Quarantines. My name is Pooja, and my little bit of advice for this week's episode that I'm sure that you picked up during the um, actual podcast recording is that there are so many things that are out of your control and realizing that and accepting that is a great way to deal with stress and anxiety and also of course every single person deals with mental health in some way big or little so always know that if you are feeling like that it's so normal and always of course reach out if you do feel like you can't reach out to anyone that you know or you don't know how to channel it through a different outlet, always reach out to the Zero Reasons Why campaign. I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy, especially with society reopening, and I hope to see you next week.